Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. Hello, everybody. I'm Michael, and boy, is it hot. <laughs> I'm John, and I'm Andrew, and uh, this is Toy Rewind Podcast. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a minute. It's been a couple of weeks since we've released an episode, um, but we've been working on trying to get this one kind of lined up. We have a special guest with us today from Front Row Negative. Aaron's with us, um, and if you've listened to any of our last... 125 episodes you've probably heard aaron's name so aaron introduce yourself what's up guys i am glad to be oh. back yep uh do you remember what episode number you were on michael probably does i don't it was uh, 70 something uh what was it it was it was totally, trash bag totally bunch. remember yeah it was, it was a trash bag bunch uh, yeah i just don't remember the episode number 72 something like that there you go, go i don't look have, at I don't have my other i don't have my past notes <laughs> next to me <laughs> If uh, if you if you listen to episode seventy two and it's not about the trash bag bunch, just go find that one and listen to it, and you'll get a good introduction to Aaron. Um, also, be sure you go check out uh, Front Row Negative, part of the Cross Streams Media um, podcast group. So uh, happy to have Aaron with us. Um, and uh, hold on, hold on, everybody, I got to do my spiel. I had to do my spiel. I just jumped right into Aaron's being here, um, and I'll get to I'll, I'll I'll get to that in a second. Why I did that. Um, you're listening to the front. Oops, you're not listening to Front Row Negative. <laughs> you're listening to... Rewind, you're man. To, yeah, let's just rewind this. You're listening to Toy Rewind Podcast, just a little place where Michael, John, and myself like to get together <clears throat> and talk about toys from our childhood or from the past. This week, we're rewinding back to 1998, and we're going to talk about movie maniacs that were released by McFarlane. And uh, that's why we have brought Aaron on, because he is resident expert about all of this and he's gonna uh take the place of michael as this week's professor to give us a little <laughs> lesson on all of these um and, and, and also i aaron, aaron sorry i jumped the gun i know you were talking and then the two minute thing happened and i hit the button to start the episode i cut michael off all the time so uh <laughs> i don't care about doing it to him but I, I apologize that i just cut you off like it just sorry it happens yeah yeah it's cool it's 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 whatever <laughs> Uh, I mean, I did ask you guys if you were ready, and you said you were, and then I saw the two minutes. I was like, "Click, there we go." It makes it easier to cut that that front, he just, front part. He just off clicks when I without time. thinking; he just does it. And it, yeah, uh, you, you trash bag bunch exactly. was was episode eighty. I was episode off. 80. Episode eighty. So episode you were 80. Episodes I was way off. <laughs> That's all right. Um, well, we are glad to have you back. We want to learn some about these. I've seen these figures. Um, I just didn't really know there was much, except they're like movie figures so um looking forward to learning a lot about these um and everything but before we can do that john do your thing all right so go guys go over to our websites over at toyrewindpodcast.com and uh check us out on crossthestreamsmedia.com if you're on cross the streams media you can leave us a voicemail just click on the little microphone down at the bottom you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com instagram twitter and twitch is all toy rewind pod Facebook and YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. And of course, if you'd like to play a little bingo game, uh, you can go to podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind and uh, play along. Let us know what you get. 
Awesome. Um, and speaking of uh, YouTube, I want to address a comment that we got just the other day um, from our good friend and uh, longtime listener, Ed. Um, I don't think any of us responded to his comment. I know I didn't. Michael, you're usually in charge of that. Um, so Yeah, I've, I've been so busy lately with work did, stuff. I hadn't seen did it. You happen, I did you happen apologize. to see the comment? Is this Ed Pogue from uh, Secondary yeah. Heroes? Yes. Oh, okay. Did you did you happen to um, see the comment, Michael? I, d- I haven't even looked at it yet, no. So we recorded that episode before July 4th and mentioned July 4th coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody forgot to actually publish the video in YouTube until just a couple days ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ed made a comment about next is july 4th or something it was something of that like question mark um so ed i apologize uh that was recorded before july 4th and i forgot to publish the video so uh i do appreciate we do appreciate you watching um and uh we know you're probably watching us now because we know you watch the episodes uh on youtube so uh thanks for that and thanks for being a listener and we'll try to make sure we publish earlier yeah i i usually i do usually catch that pretty quick but you know since the first of july till uh just yesterday i've had so much business stuff going the last three weeks that i haven't even that's why we took a little bit time off to before we started recording this episode uh but i had a lot of stuff back to back to back to back at work and i just haven't had a chance to uh, i even looked at youtube until until just this morning from from a month ago so uh, well, that's I. I just happened to see the email roll in. I like I saw it this morning or something, and I was like, "Yep, I'm going to bring that up on the podcast." Yeah, I, I usually <laughs> catch that like the day after. I'm all Andrew. It didn't post, you know. So. Yeah. Um, and usually I do that because I get it all ready to go before the episode actually posts, and then I forget to actually go hit publish. Mm-hmm. So you know, try to try to think ahead, and then I totally forget. So I apologize. I'll try to do better. Um, but. So so what did Ed what what did Ed bring to the table? Just uh I remember like Ed, a mess up, a, a flub. What does he bring? Well, no, I, I wouldn't say a flub. I would say he brought to the table um <laughs> Andrew, make sure you do your job better. <laughs> without having to say that. That's one of those tell Andrew to do his job better without telling Andrew to do his job ah, better. So Ed left a Ed, comment card on YouTube. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically. <sighs> and we do appreciate that. You know, hey, anytime we can hear from our fans. Yeah. Um, because that's basically so you Aaron, other than family, Ed. I think we got two. Yes, Aaron yeah. and Ed. That's it. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So um I, I I mean I'll call Joey out. I think we even lost Joey at like episode three. So uh, he might have made it to episode seven. I think he was on episode or no. He was on episode like ten, so he might have made it that far. Who knows? Yeah. Um I feel like it's been a minute since we've done this. Um Oh, John, yes. you have something new. <laughs> you have something new to show, and I wanted to show it off because oh, yeah. it's an awesome figure. Uh, uh, I thought you were talking by... about his haircuts. Oh, no, no John my haircuts. Yeah, yeah. This thing. It yeah. needs to be cut. This is a... Uh, get one of the... Ooh, which way to go? There we go. A Soulmates. Tiny Ghost uh, Soulmates. Tiny Ghost Soulmates. And it's Beetlejuice. <clears throat> yep. Designed by... Our, by uh, I would say friend of the podcast. He's we've chatted with him a little bit. We're trying to get uh, a time when yeah. he'll he'll be on. We're going to talk about some stuff. Uh, Reese O'Brien, 
part of Bim Toy, but now doing Fugitive Toys with with Tiny Ghost. Uh, but this mm-hmm. is an awesome figure. Um, I have Boo Man this side right here behind yeah, me. Right there. Um, and I love the fact that they are getting into these um, licenses and doing some stuff with these. So uh, that Indiana Jones has dropped. Um, actually, but I think his name is Montana Smith or something like that. <laughs> I know it's not Indiana Jones, but it's, you know, basically that one. It's, it's and, similar. you know, I'm excited to see what else, what else I do. I, Reese has always done great figures uh, when he was with Funko doing Bim Toy, all that stuff. So uh, yeah. always fun to, to watch and see what he does. So um, with that, I think we can get into this. So I got, I got one thing. I do oh, have a shout out okay. real quick to do. Um, you know, Aaron's from Front Row Negative. Um, his buddy, um, Chris did a uh, I, I had a commission from him and it actually oh. came yesterday and oh. yeah so it uh, I did, he did a great job I did these two comic books for my wife she's a Doctor Strange and Loki fan okay and I'd asked him to <clears throat> to do like comic book cover vari- variants okay. and uh, with them two them two fighting each other and so he came up oh, wait Michael mm-hmm has Rainy seen these yet? Yes, yes. She's okay. Been, I was going to. I was going to do a everything. Rainy, stop watching. No, you know, she's she's seen. But, okay, so Doctor Strange. Okay. And Loki. That is pretty cool. He did a great job. Cool. Chris did a great job so, of those. Yeah. So he did an awesome job on these. She loves them, and uh, yeah, it's a a big surprise because she didn't know they were coming. So That's pretty pretty cool. I had her open the, the box yesterday and she, she here's the question. Did he draw them while um, recording front row negative with Aaron <laughs> and pretending like he's paying attention, but he's completely not. I, I don't know. But he he is at the same time. <laughs> well, well, I'll say this, you know, Michael, that is a pretty cool piece of artwork and I love my boy, Chris, but that's the reason why we're not doing the podcast right now. No, he's got, he's got a lot of work. Um, he's, he's, he's still doing a lot of uh, commissions and he's, he's being a dad. Um, yeah, and, that's that's a big thing he he just yeah. had happen. Yeah, yeah. He's so. so he's he's being a dad, and with me kind of switching jobs back in January, and then switching jobs back again recently, um, our schedules have not been linking up as we had hoped. Um, but I plan on talking to him soon. So be, hopefully, when this episode drops, I would have talked with him about uh, revamping up to end out the summer because it feels like we're doing the Thanos snap again. And uh, we're waiting <laughs> on on a on a time to get back. So uh, that looks awesome. My bro Chris does a, he always does an amazing job. Finding him on uh, Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. Chris Foreman Art. Uh, he's yep. always does really cool stuff. He's doing a lot of card sketches right now. I can't say what he's doing or working on just because um, it might get him in trouble. But yeah, I'll do that. Uh, I will drop a hint that if you are a fan of the mutant or midnight suns kind just keep a watch out just keep okay, a watch cool. the yeah. uh i do want to say the only people we like to get in trouble on here are the three of us as we tell stories from our childhood that we realize <laughs> oh, we haven't told our parents <laughs> well these are these are always stories that we realize we haven't told our parents and then they're like wait what yeah so uh, <laughs> that happens yeah, chris, um, chris, chris is an amazing artist and he does he like I said Pretty this was it. Something I, I commissioned from him. It was just over a year ago, and and he had a lot of life 
life things going on with his new new daughter and stuff like yep. that. So um, I knew I knew it wasn't going to be a right away thing. So I I was. <laughs> I, 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 I like yeah, how you're so. fixing that. Like like yeah. in no way am I trying to say he's a slow artist. He had no no he, he and I knew that I, it was going to take a while. And I knew yeah. what he hit, I knew what he was going through. So yeah. So it, it's okay. You know what? If your work was on layaway, it happens. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as yeah. you get it in the end, yeah, we'll get yeah. the artwork I mean, this, in the end. The same thing that happens to so many figures when I pre-order them, and then I see them in stores, and I'm like, "Dang it, I have it pre-ordered. Eventually, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when I'll get it. I have, uh, I have Ronin. These are and, uh, these Sunko are one of the kind of stuff yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you guys ready to talk about some uh, movie maniacs? I yeah, am. let's let's get into it and talk about it. All right, three. All right, so this this week we're going to talk about the McFarland movie Maniacs. Um, this is actually like the first line that we've talked about. That's what's well, the newest, probably the newest line, because we talked about Ronin Warriors one time. That was one of the newer lines. It was what early mid nineties. Uh, yeah, I was. I was trying to figure that out while ago as to. I'm trying to yeah, was, what the newest line was. Yeah, this is this is pretty was, close. Yeah, it was Ronin Warriors, I think, was the newest line that we've talked about. Um, and that was cool. with the uh, uh, average uh, average nerd park podcast. So, <laughs> with those guys. Um, but this is from 1998. Uh, so, actually, Todd McFarlane, who is the well, creator of, of Spawn, yeah. um, he's been a, a big comic book uh, artist and stuff back in the the 80s um he worked with dc comics he's worked with marvel um i think was uh, and i don't know much about him but i know his he worked with the uh, the amazing spider-man um and and before that he actually did did some on uh detective comics um he did a little bit on that and then Mm -hmm. went switched over to marvel with that with hulk and did uh the amazing spider-man and then he he wanted uh, a little more where he wanted more uh, what he wanted more direction in what he was doing with his own comics instead of having somebody kind of direct him and, and tell yeah. him where he wanted to go, where they wanted him to go. So he, he came up with, uh, was it image comics image comics and, mm-hmm. and did spawn, which I remember spawn hitting uh, back in the day, you know, early nineties. And that was a big, big, big thing back mm-hmm. then. Um, and um, he just kind of, was going through that and he wanted to make toys of his comic characters. So he, he was talking, talking with Mattel going back and forth with them and they couldn't decide on how to actually do the, do the characters, the figures. So he, uh, he just come up with his own, his own toy, toy company, uh, called it, uh, I think originally he wanted to call it like Todd toys or something, but, uh, Mattel said no, because it sounded more like, uh, Barbie's younger, is it her brother or something? Younger brother was called <laughs> Todd or something. So he, he changed it to McFarlane toys. Uh, so, and then he did his spawn characters and stuff. And then he started get picking up licenses and stuff for other, other uh, movies and stuff. And then he came up with this uh, movie maniacs line. And yep. the majority of these are, are horror type figures uh, from, from horror movies and stuff. There are a few others that, that aren't necessarily horror. But, well, there's uh, asterisks next to their names in uh, yeah. most people's lists. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they're all sci-fi type 
top yeah. characters. Yeah. Uh, we'll put it that way. But most, the majority of them, like 98% of them are going to be horror. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, you know, I myself aren't much of a horror genre guy. So, <laughs> uh, but I know Aaron, I Aaron has got a whole library of that stuff. I, I said, uh, Aaron, <laughs> you, you post that on, on Facebook, all it's our Instagram. Uh, but on a daily basis on some some movie that you got some random movie and i'm all i like it i'm all that's, I, that's cool you know <laughs> i may I do, never watch the like movie but it's those. cool yeah so yeah, michael never watch it but um there have been a few times that i've watched those movies too um <clears throat> next day or so as i see them yeah oh, awesome um, yeah, it's, I'm, it's always fun around halloween when i'm like really trying to get into that mood mm -hmm. and i see what you're watching because i'm looking for something new yeah. And and that's always the thing is that people will ask me, what's a good horror movie to watch during Halloween? And, and I'll recommend all these movies. And then they'll usually come back and say something like, well, is it like Friday the 13th? Or is it like Michael Myers movie? I'm like, well, if you want that, go watch those movies. Just Don't watch, watch, that movie. Just watch yeah. those. Don't ask me for something new if you have no intention of watching it because you want what you're used to. I'll give you yeah. I'll try to figure out something that's part of your liking. But if you but want if that's to watch, you want to watch, go watch that. Go watch them. <laughs> you know, go save me the trouble of, you know, thinking and uh, go watch those movies. So uh, that's what I, that's what I. So did we lose them? So uh, moral of that story is don't make Aaron think. <laughs> <laughs> don't make don't make me dig deep for movies that you have no intention of watching. Yeah. Right. There you go. So I will question you on it. I will quiz you. I'll ask you what there you, you think. I need feedback. And I've got a, uh, there is a channel on my, my Roku thing that has, uh, that's a Halloween channel. And all it is is horror movies throughout the whole thing. And, and, all, day. Know, all day. All day, every day. I watch any of them, but I've, I've seen, I, I clicked on there just to flip through, through what was available. And there's all yeah. kinds of movies I've never even heard, you know, a lot of 60s, 70s, 80s movies that are on. Okay. So. Yeah, it's, well, it seems pretty pretty interesting for somebody like that. Yeah. What I what I can suggest for if somebody wants a good streaming service that's nothing but horror movies or predominantly horror movies, always tell them Shutter, the Shutter app. It's pretty yep. cheap. Uh, it's a lot of fun because they have a lot of exclusives. And if you're a fan of like the old Joe Bob Briggs, uh, Last Drive-In or Monster Mania or Monster Fest, they have him back. He's been doing seasons exclusively on Shutter uh, with his new male girl where you can watch him just ripping the movies during the intermissions. Uh, <laughs> another one I could think of is the full moon. Uh, those, those really bad, terrible movies. They have their own app now. So you can watch puppet master one through 25, you know, and enjoy all those crappy movies, including ginger dead man or uh, demonic toys, laugh at them, regret watching it. And then find another one. Yeah. When okay, when you've got twenty five movies, like you've got a trilogy and a what is twenty five movies? Okay, I'm over exaggerating. They don't have twenty five. They got twenty three and a half. But still, twenty and a half. <laughs> but oh, there's so many Puppet Master movies, and he and Charles Band, the guy who owns Full Moon, is the director and writer of these movies. He keeps cranking them out because because he probably films in like Bulgaria for on a budget of like five hundred dollars. He probably uses Groupons from Bulgaria to hire his cast and props and everything. And these movies are terrible, but they're fun terrible. Like they're like yeah. you get drunk and watch them terrible. <laughs> uh, so, all right, yeah. So, so there's <laughs> there's a bunch of bunch of and I've I've seen some on. Uh, I guess the, the scary scary movies that I've seen in the past were like on 
mystery science theater or okay or something where they make fun of the b those b rated type movies you know okay like that so um uh, i uh, let me tell you this aaron um i remember when halloween h2o came out it was sorry. not long it well it wasn't not it wasn't long after michael <laughs> and rainy got married I was spending the summer at their house with them and uh-huh. me and Rainy watched it and Michael watched it like this. <laughs> so, so for and the, that was uh, that audio, movie. So for, so, so for the visually oh, impaired, he was covering yeah. his eyes. Yeah. He was covering yeah. his eyes, whether it be with his hands, a pillow or something. Like, I don't think he we're, watched it. But me and Rainy watched sure it. I'm not sure if he's even watched like Sleepy Hollow with Ichabod Crane and all that. No, no, Sleepy kid. Hollow. No, I'll, I, Sleepy Hollow is my That's favorite. Different. I love Sleepy Hollow. I even watched the TV show. Is that because Nova. that's Tim Burton? That last, yeah, that last. Well, no, I, no, I grew up of with it with the okay. Disney animated one. <laughs> oh, okay, that one. Yeah, the, the, the animated Ichabod, Ichabod Crane Ichabod and, and, and Mr. Toad. Mr. Toad. Mr. Toad. But when the headless horseman yeah. comes, he's like, no. he's all covering. No, I, <laughs> I, so, so I will say my, you know, my favorite horror type thing is, is would be Sleepy Hollow. Um, yeah. I watched. Okay. I watched the cartoon. Grew up with the cartoon. I watched the uh, uh, the the Tim Burton movie. I did see that. Um, and okay. then the like I said, the TV show that was out, the TV series. I did watch that all the way up to that last season. I I, I never really got. Uh, I had. I never got back to, to when the new season that last season came out. I okay. never got back into it. And from reading uh, what had happened, I'm glad I didn't because that kind of jump the shark part uh, on that yeah. last season from okay. what i understand so but uh, i should but, send you michael i have uh i have swag from that show i should send it to cool. you because that's cool uh, a yeah, good I honestly <laughs> don't know where it's at but I'll, i do rec- i do love sleepy hollow i mean that's okay. that's my thing. i mean I'll, I'll recommend a good horror inspired tv show and that's bates motel just don't watch the final season yeah. everything <laughs> else is really good but that final season where they brought in i think rihanna as uh the new uh uh girl shower girl mm-hmm. that final season was trash but everything else leading up to it was so good it was really well done mm-hmm. uh so i recommend that as far as movies because it might because michael you seem kind of like this the skittish type when it comes to horror movies there is a movie <laughs> i can recommend that you might enjoy that okay. throws that throws respect to the past as well as bringing something new to the genre mm-hmm. and that's a movie called behind the mask the rise of leslie vernon i think you would okay. enjoy that one so you I'm can write uh-uh. that down. I'll, I'll send you a text right later on. It Check is a it fun yeah. movie. It is not a, a big one, uh, but it is very well done, very well written, and uh, you might enjoy it. Okay. Okay. I'll Apparently, you can watch it on Prime Video. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe Prime. it's Prime Possibly. Time. <laughs> um, I will. I will go with Bates. Bates Motel. It's a pretty good show. I've only ever seen the first. I haven't seen. I haven't seen all of it. Seen the first season. Um, mm-hmm. and then got distracted and never got back to it. But uh, the first season's great. Yeah, first season. Um, so, oh, that, the, well, the whole show was great except for the final season. Because yeah. essentially, oh, well, you watch. That's what I've heard. If you watch all the seasons up until the final one and then just watch the movie, it makes perfect sense. It makes yeah. perfect sense. So that's so, that, that's. I need, my, to, I need uh, to get back and watch that. So yeah. Yeah. I need so to, I don't, to watch I don't, I don't, and Rainy, Rainy loves the, the original Halloween. She watches it all the time, and and I'm, I've never even seen it. So what? <laughs> I can hear it in the background. I can listen to it. Um. All right. Let's let's get back to let's, 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 let's talk about some toys. Let's talk toys. about toys. 
Um, so, so this, like I said, the uh, Todd McFarlane, he came, he had started buying up licenses and stuff like that for for this line, uh, movie Maniacs, <clears throat> and uh, going back to like this is probably the newest line that we've talked about. It also is the the first line we've talked about that's more of an adult collector line than than it was actually a toy toy uh, that that kids would buy and and play with, and then we would eventually start collecting that way. Uh, this is actually, a, a, I think most of the packaging says 13 and up on the packaging. Yes. So it is more of an adult uh, adult collector line. And it is like a toy that you take out and play in, mm-hmm. in the dirt or whatever with. So um, <clears throat> so this launched in 1998. Um, like I said, it was a line that, that was dedicated more towards the horror movie characters. Um and there's, like I said, there's not much, you know, that's pretty much the history we've already gone over with this line. There's not much to it, really. It's just, you know, McFarlane wanted his own his own toy line and, and because he couldn't figure out things with Mattel. So he started it and then he mm-hmm. did all that and, and come up with his own line. So um, so we, there was seven different original series in this. Um, it ran from 98 to 2004. Um, I think... Uh, I've seen stuff, some new stuff that start that's supposed to be released this year, this past year, I think mm-hmm. on there. So that's a bunch of newer stuff, um, but and and some of that's more movie related than horror movie related, yeah. uh, from what I've seen. So, um, but a lot of these characters, you know, you've got uh, you've got characters from Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Species. Um, we've got. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, Predator and Aliens and you know Evil Dead, all these all these movies in here. So uh, so we'll just kind of start with the first series. Um, and so, so the the first series came out uh, originally in 1998, like I said. Um, so the first one had Jason Voorhees from Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, you had Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. And then you had Eve and Patrick from Species 2. Yes. So, so, so. to kind of go off that with that first <clears throat> wave, um, there was the regular set that you could find at Walmart and Toys R Us. Uh, I believe those were the only main two. But there was also Chase variants or adult versions that you could find at Spencer Gifts. And those Are adult we? versions include <laughs> like a, included like a bloody, um, for wave one, it was a bloody uh, Leatherface. A more mm-hmm. wet, gory um, uh, Jason Voorhees. And, of course, there was Eve. Mm-hmm. Eve was the hardest figure to find both the censored version and the uncensored version. And if you've seen the movie Species, you could probably guess what the reason was for why <laughs> she was sought after. Uh, this is McFarlane, and if you know McFarlane, you've always heard the joke of Party Angela. Well, if that, if that was Party Angela, this is Binger Eve because she took what Angela did and just like went full force with it. And so, and she got great reception if you were able to find that, that figure. So mm-hmm. wave one, I remember I was able to get a Jason. I uh, was never able to find Freddie. There were tons of Patrick's Eve. You could not find anywhere. She was the hardest to find. And if you weren't able to find her at like a flea market or a, uh, comic shop uh back then in the 90s she was at least a 50 dollar or more figure if yeah. you were lucky 
Uh, was, was it because she might have been short ran a little more or, or a little less figures I, made of her? Or I, I think because most of her fans were of the male uh, species, young mm. male species. <laughs> Speaking of species. <clears throat> yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, there, there's, there's, there's variants in these. And I've, I've noticed looking at these figures, uh, how detailed they are. You know, yes. looking through these guys, and yeah. for you know, for late '90s, early 2000s, you know, um, McFarlane really did did go into a lot detailed than than some other toys uh, mm-hmm. toy manufacturers at that time. So um, he was really shooting for, like I said, this was more for the adult market collector. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I don't know what kind of uh, articulation these have. I know there was some with the arms and legs and stuff. You can kind of articulate them a little bit. Uh, you could a little bit. Not, yeah. You, you, you did have to kind of boil the joints back then to kind of get them to loosen up a little bit to oppose them. Yeah. Um, but I think most of the people kept them in the packaging uh, yeah. just because of the packaging. Yeah, it sounds like what I have to do at night because my I'm getting old. Boil the joints. <laughs> Yeah, and, and being being more of an adult collector, uh, a collector series, you know, they, they would either keep them in the packaging like that, or mm-hmm. they would set them or display them on shelves, them. and you wouldn't play with them. Yeah. So the, the yeah, articulation the really on, wasn't that on. much. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about these figures is that they came with a replica of their poster, the original uh, theater poster print that could be displayed behind them. Mm-hmm. Which and that was a really big thing because you had people uh, who would display them with that poster, and then you had some people who would say who would throw them away. Cause they had the original poster themselves because they are a horror movie collector mm-hmm. and you would see that kind of pop up in like the early meetups and toy fair magazine and stuff like that. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So series two was 1999. Um, we had Chucky from child's play two. Uh, you had Ghostface from scream, uh, Norman Bates from psycho, uh, Michael Myers from Halloween, uh, pumpkin head from pumpkin head. And you had Eric Draven from The Crow. Yes. And I know John. John's a big Crow fan, a, too. So. <laughs> I like the figure on that one, too. I was looking at something earlier on that one and yeah. the detail in it and stuff. So, yeah, I remember when that wave was released, people were very upset that Eric Draven was in that wave because they're like, it's horror movies. Not a bad guy. These are slashers. He's not a bad guy. Why are you, why are you releasing those? Uh, out of that set, um, Chucky was very hard to find uh, with mm-hmm. that one. And then it became known that the only way, the only way to find him was at Spencer Gifts. Uh, there was two different versions of the Norman Bates. I think there was one that came with him wearing a wig and one came without him wearing a wig, if I remember correctly. But I remember there's two different versions of, of Norman Bates. Uh, and, of course, Scream was big at the time, so Scream was hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael was everywhere. Pumpkinhead was everywhere. And I and if I even recall that Pumpkinhead was in that bargain bin toward the end of the life cycle because nobody knew the movie, nobody cared for the movie, and the figure didn't sell. That that, that was yeah. a peg warmer. And that's one of those. Is that one of like one of those like cult cult type movies? Yes. That, that kind of built up in popularity as time went on. Yep. Over so. years, mainly because uh, as most of these actors started doing like horror movie conventions, people want to find the rare thing that they're known for. Mm-hmm. And when Lance Hendrickson started doing conventions, everybody was doing aliens mm-hmm. and they wanted something different. And there's Pumpkinhead. So mm-hmm. uh, that's how slowly Pumpkinhead became relevant as a cult classic. 
Yeah. Because now I hear a lot of people talk about Pumpkinhead, and like back then, I I I never even heard of it either till yeah, you no, know, ten years ago or so before I even heard about it. Yeah. So. Fun tidbit though, uh, about fifteen <laughs> years ago, whenever I think Kellogg's was doing a Frosted Flakes commercial, mm-hmm. when they had like a monster like going through the commercial scaring kids, mm-hmm. that was a repainted Pumpkinhead suit that they reused oh, wow. for a cereal for kids. Commercial. Oh wow! Of course, That's of cool. course. Uh, yeah, right. so here's a here's a Norman Bates with wig. Mm-hmm. Okay. Show. Plus a what looks like a huge hand. It just he's got doesn't hand. look like it matches. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got... Something like that. <laughs> well, I think on all these, uh, I think all their hands look mummified. When you get up onto them and True. you start looking at the details, the yeah. hands were a lot of issues. They all looked really, really old and wrinkled. Yeah, they did. Like, they did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so series three, we have um, Ash Williams from Evil Dead, um, Edward Scissorhands from Edward yep. Scissorhands. Um, you had Shaft. That's another one that's not a, uh, a horror movie. Uh, Snake Plissken uh, from Escape from New York. And you had the Brundlefly from The Fly. Then uh, you had Blair Monster and Norris Monster from The Thing. Yes. Um, so yeah, the, the hunt for the thing creatures, um, was difficult because there are two different versions and you never knew which one you're going to get in the box. And I had a friend who worked at an old KB toys back in the day. And whenever the movie maniacs were coming out and he would say that you'd have people calling the store asking which thing they're going to get, uh, hoping to get either version A or version B. And, uh, they're always disappointed, but from this, but from this line, Ash, Snake, and the Things, both figures, were, were the main sellers. Those are the main mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Uh, Shaft, uh, Brundlefly, Edward Scissorhands, um, those were peg warmers, especially Shaft. Uh, nobody cared about Shaft. I think the only reason why uh, McFarlane did it was because he's a fan of the old movies and the, and the new movie coming up, and he wanted that license. Yeah. yeah. But nobody cared. That one sat on the peg. Uh, Brundlefly sat on the peg for a while. Uh, until people started adding it to there's there's a trend back then where people added to their terrariums for like frogs and lizards and we'd have like brundlefly <laughs> as part of the the decor yeah um but other than that nobody bought them they they sat that's cool yeah i, f- I figured ash williams would be ash would be the one of the bigger, bigger oh he was yeah oh, oh yeah was. yeah definitely yeah um so series four uh you had candy man from candy man three um, Evil Ash from Army of Darkness, uh, Freddy Krueger. Uh, I think this one was the from the first first movie from Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, mm-hmm. You had the T eight hundred and the T one thousand from Terminator two. Uh, then you had a, a Tree Witch and and Dread Witch from the Blair was it the Blair Witch Project? The Blair, Blair Witch, Witch Project. Project. Yeah. Yes. So. so a little backstory on those. Um, those figures were released before the movie came out. And so, if you watch the trailers for Blair Witch, if you if you got up in the whole guerrilla marketing, nobody knew what the witch looked like. That was a big toy. Yeah, what yeah. what is what does she look like? Mm-hmm. And nobody knew, so they released these figures. So when people saw the figures, they were like, "Okay, this is what I need to expect." You go see the movie. The witch is never revealed in the movie at all. Mm-hmm. She she's no. never shown. And so these figures became a thing where people were like, "Okay, I feel lied to." Um, but if you talk to the directors. They talked to McFarlane to make these figures, but they had never any intention of showing the witch. So they just uh, 
depending on which article you can read, um, they gave him false information about what the witch looked like, and he ran with it with his own designs, and gave, they just kept saying, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. That's what the witch looks mm -hmm. like. Yeah. And then they would submit these random drawings to him to mess with them because they had never had any intention of showing the witch. Okay. So you had Blair Witch figures that exist, even though the, the witch never technically exists in the movies, in the movie franchise, which was really well done. Yeah. Uh, but, but I do remember that series. The Blair Witches were extremely hard to find because everybody wanted to know what it looked like. Evil Ash was pretty hard to find because um, I believe he was a Spencer Gifts exclusive. Mm -hmm. So you could only get him at Spencer's. Uh, Trying to think, uh, the Freddy Krueger was everywhere, but nobody really bought him because, again, Wave One already had Freddy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. The Terminators, nobody bought those sat. And yeah, the, again, most of these first four waves ended up being at three for 10 at KB Toys or at different stores because yeah, like, they weren't selling. <laughs> like that shirt. Yeah, like my shirt. It says three for 10. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you might find them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, okay. So series. Okay. Let's move on to series five. So you mm -hmm. had, uh, was it the Jen from Wishmaster? Yep. Uh, Jason Voorhees from Jason X. Uh, the Toothberry mm -hmm. from Darkness Falls. And Lord of Darkness from Legend. Uh, uh, Sarah Connor from Terminator. And the T800 Endoskeleton Terminator from yep. Terminator. So. So. This set really didn't sell too well. I, I remember this one. Jason X sold pretty good. He was harder to find. Uh, the Sarah Connor was hard to find because I think she was short packed. Uh, and then there was a version with her with her sunglasses on and with her sunglasses off. And that became like, which one are you going to find? Yeah, there was, uh, there was, yeah. uh, I saw three of them. There was a, there was one with a baseball cap, baseball cap, sunglasses. And there was one with their hair down. And there was one with her hair in a ponytail as well. Yeah. So, and yeah. I didn't notice I, I didn't notice the sunglasses, but the sunglasses. I know there was the three with the cap and the two hair styles. So yeah, and and, and there was also two different versions of the tooth fairy: one with the open mouth, one with the closed mouth. Uh -huh. Because yeah. again, uh, this movie was originally called the Tooth Fairy, and so they packaged this figure as the Tooth Fairy, not as Darkness Falls. So when the toys came out, they were packaged as the Tooth Fairy and not as Darkness Falls, and so that became a big thing people wanted to find. Uh, to try to get that. Uh, I know Lord of Darkness was a big seller, not mm -hmm. because of the movie, but, be keep, but because people just wanted a, a figure of the devil. And mm -hmm. that became a big thing that people just wanted to buy a figure of basically the devil to have uh, with the other McFarlane toys like uh, the Kiss Psycho Circus. Uh, I believe there was uh, Ozzy Osbourne and a few other of the, mm -hmm. of the musician lines that people wanted to put the devil with. Yeah, uh, so yeah. that became more of like a set piece than really anything. And that that character was it? Wasn't that Tim Curry that played that? that character it was. In the movie? Okay, it was. I didn't see that, so I, I do know some things about some horror movies. I just never watched them. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. Legend. Well, Legend isn't really a horror movie. It's more of fantasy with Tom Cruise. Fantasy. Oh, okay. yeah. Playing a little. Uh, okay, elf. yeah. Okay, it's the Tom Cruise movie. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. This. Uh, the. The. The different variations we talked about. Uh, so series six. Um, so we had some some kind of uh, the aliens and, and predators kind of off, was more prevalent uh, prevalent in this series here. Yeah. So you had you had a dog alien from Alien Three, 
you had the warrior alien from Alien Resurrection. Um, you had this the the basic the regular predator from Predator Two, and then yep. you had a predator hunter from Predator Two. Uh, you had the the Lord of Darkness from Legend again. Uh, yeah. This one actually came with a detailed collector base. Yeah. Um, so, and then you had there was also a box set with alien with Alien Queen um, in it as well from Aliens. So yeah. Uh, series five in this series was pretty much started the downfall of, um, the movie maniacs line because mm-hmm. they kind of got away from the horror genre and they became more sci-fi based, yeah. fantasy based, uh, action based. And a lot of fans, uh, kind of felt jaded and felt that McFarlane was kind of just taking any and every license he could come across of at this mm-hmm. point. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's the, uh, Lord of darkness with that intricate base. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an amazing figure. Uh, yeah, I, he he may have been taking anything he could get hold of, but he did a great job with. Oh yeah, everything that he everything that they did, he did. You know, he definitely did. Uh, obviously, uh, some toys some or some figures sell better than others, but they, the detail on these things they're all amazing. Oh, the, the Alien Queen looks amazing. That that was, I remember looking for that one because I just wanted that as like a big diorama, uh, like a big piece for my shelf. Uh, when I was sorry, when I started collecting movies, because that alien queen looked amazing mm-hmm. and I, I was never able to find it. I, I remember going to like every Spencer gifts in Houston and around the area looking for it and they can never find it. Hmm. Uh, it was, it was that hard. That one was that hard to find. Uh, so. And really, you know, the, the line was called, is <clears throat> called movie maniacs. It's not really horror movie yeah figures it's not really so, horror, horror maniacs but that's what he started out with and that's what everybody expected out of after yeah. that so yeah is this the one you were talking about aaron yep that's it okay yeah it's a great figure uh yeah alien and the predator there yeah yeah and you can see the 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 details in that too the, the details in the eggs the the guy hanging on the wall with the slime yeah i mean just yeah great it, yeah look it looks amazing yeah uh yeah, it was that was it was when this set was announced and released. I actually wrote McFarland toys with a request. I had oh. like a whole list of had a whole, <laughs> no, I had a whole list of figures or characters I wanted to see made into figures. You, you know, go. I had a whole list. Um, I think like uh, my list uh, included like the Krites from Critters, Gremlins, uh, the Puppet Master characters, uh, just a whole bunch of different ones. And I ended it with like the big, because this is whenever he was doing like big sets as like a big piece. And I said, well, if you're going to do a big set, I like to see the dragons from Rain of Fire. I thought that would be a cool dragon to do or a cool thing to do because that movie was awesome. I love that movie. Uh, but they have one, that, but they have the male dragon as being the big one in the set. I thought it would be a great uh, deal. Mm-hmm. And I got a response back. And it said, thank you for your suggestions. We're ending the line soon. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> oh man. Burst that bubble right there. It yeah. did. <laughs> oh man. man at least you I mean, I, that's, too. <laughs> that's better than them saying, Hey, we'll put this on the list and do all that. And then it ends like, at least they were honest with you. Yeah. At least, yeah. At least so honest. many things they could have done. Yeah. 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 But, but like, but I was like, my list included like a lot of obscure horror movies too, as well. Like the critters besides critters and gremlins, like, the evil Santa from Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, the um, the little pink gremlins from the movie The Gate with uh, Stephen Dorff. 
just random mm-hmm. stuff like that that they could sell or that they could do and it never happened but just to get that letter i'm like wait what <laughs> wait this <laughs> wait this toy for you know about this wait what uh, man <laughs> so yeah that was um, kind of pressure yes yeah, so i'm sure it was uh so series seven was the last series in the set um uh, and then the line uh was 2004 and yeah. you had uh corporal hicks from aliens uh you had robocop from robocop and then you had four others uh you had old monty uh sheriff hoyt uh aaron and leatherface all from Chex- texas chainsaw massacre on that one yes Yep, from the remake, from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Yeah, that was from the remake one, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so those are all cool figures. Um, they were great to see. It just kind of sucks that that was kind of the end of the line. But also, fun fact with that, uh, me and the wife, we attended uh, Wizard World Texas in 2004. Mm-hmm. And um, Jessica Beal was going to be there. She played Aaron in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. She refused to sign anything from the Texas Chancellor Massacre, from really? figures to posters to the movie. She refused to sign anything related to Texas Chancellor Massacre. That's so nice. you like so when they made that announcement, like more than half her line left because they all had the movie Maniacs Aaron figure. Oh wow! They all had it. Um, so yeah, she refused to sign it, and there are a lot of angry people. Funny enough, Ryan Reynolds is also at that, at that convention. He said he'd sign it if she wouldn't sign it. So. <laughs> that's, about, that's about right for him, I think, yeah. So it was pretty funny. Uh, he, he'd probably sign anything you, you stick in front of him. Well, sure. uh, just, just be funny about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, so uh, did she say why she, she wasn't going to sign it? Or she just didn't she like never gave a reason. the way the she movie? Just, she or? just never gave a reason. She just, she just told her... Uh, her publishers and her agent that she didn't want to sign any of that stuff. And so they went through the line to let people to let people know, Hey, she's not signing Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff. Um, so sorry. Just and for that, would, she's getting, we're bringing her picture up here. This is the yeah. figure. So yeah, again, details looks good. Yeah. It yeah, does. But Jessica bill doesn't want to sign it. So don't ask nope. her. <laughs> and, and I believe what this said is, is that if you put all the figures together, they form like a diorama uh, with mm-hmm. all, oh. all four of them. Um, because if you look behind Jessica, uh, Aaron's figure or Jessica's figure, you see like the meat hooks and the piping holding the hooks and everything. Yeah. I think that progressed with Leatherface's as well because he's supposed to be chasing her. So Yeah, I, I was looking at yeah, They all have little, <clears throat> little, little backgrounds like that. <clears throat> and it, uh, yeah, it looks like they kind of would fit all, all together there. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, okay, so you think Justin Timberlake would sign it? He probably would, you know, just to be like, eh, like he, he probably sign it, you know, he, you know, he probably sign it to whoever thanks for the money, Justin Timberlake, bye bye bye, and then thanks you're out the line, bye bye bye, bye bye bye, <laughs> and then you're out the line, but it would That's be funny. like B U Y B U Y B U Y, pretty much, money. yeah. <laughs> I was trying um, to see if I could find a full diorama kind of put together, but uh, I don't see them all together. No luck. Uh, so throughout this series, throughout the line, they did have some deluxe figures, which mm-hmm. were 12 inch to 18 inch sizes. What what exactly what size were the the figures themselves? The regular figures. 
You they were about six, between six and seven. Um, I okay. know like Freddie and I know like Freddie, Brundlefly, Crow. Um, they were all six, but but people like Jason, <laughs> Pumpkinhead, Brundlefly, those are all the seven. They were those, those were all like a little bigger. So they tried to scale them up as much as they could. Um, okay. Chucky was small. He was a small figure, but I know he came with like a lot of the little accessories that he did. So they were pretty well scaled. Yeah. Like they would be in, in the movies. So. Pretty much, uh, unlike yeah. his his uh, DC line where everything's all the same size now. So, yeah. Well, uh, I just remember people were complaining about <clears throat> when Candyman figure came out. People were complaining about how tall he was, but most of these people had never met him in real life. Have never met Tony Todd in real life. Yeah. And that motherfucker is huge. He is tall. I've yeah. met him twice. <laughs> he is a basketball player. If he wanted to be one, <laughs> he might destroy the ball with his hook. But he is tall. So. Uh, there's a reason for it for his tall figure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. They were all kind of sized like you'd see them in the movies. They were all mm-hmm. actually standing side by side. That's what I like about some of these some of these lines that that do that. Uh, their scale. Uh, yes. You know, with me being uh, a diecast, go back going back to the diecast collecting. Um, I'm a huge Auto World collector, and which I've got. You know these, these auto worlds. They are true 164. So you have yeah. you have a full size Chevrolet truck, and then you have mm-hmm. a Ford GT40, which is that small compared to the truck. Yeah, they're actually their actual size. Then you have a a, a 75 Cadillac Coupe de Ville, and it's 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 long. So I yeah. mean, that's, they are pretty. Big. I, I, I like where the the scale is is accurate on everything, and you're, everything's not going to be the same size. So, yeah, yeah. So. But that's pretty cool. So, um, the deluxe figures; uh, those are the big ones. Those are the looking big at ones. this. They, you know, like they look more statuesque than 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 you would see a, a figure. So they're twelve to eighteen inch sizes. What they yes. have. Um, there was an Ash. Uh, there was a Chucky. Uh, there's a Freddy Krueger, a Michael Myers, and Leatherface in, in yep. that line as well. So, yep. Um, and then uh, they also had some box sets. That came along too. You had Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Um, you had uh, Bride of Chucky. It had Chucky and Tiffany in there together. Yeah. Uh, there was a King so- King Kong uh, set. Uh, there was an Alien set, mm-hmm. and then there was a Jaws. From what I understand, the Jaws was one of the harder one to find. Jaws uh, was pretty hard to find because yeah. that was supposed to be a Spencer's exclusive, and that was actually pulled off shelves because of uh, angry parents for it looking too violent. Uh, that yeah, that one was very difficult to find, and if you could find it, uh, good luck. I remember walking into a flea market in San Antonio, and someone had it for one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh wow! And this was about two years after it came out, so that's the pull that that one caused. Um, there are also some other multi packs or boxes that came out as well. There was uh, Ash versus Evil Ash, which I think you mentioned. Uh-huh. But there was a kind of a variant that people were looking for on, that was never found. It was Ash versus the Pit Witch from Army of Darkness. And that mm-hmm. one was nearly impossible to find because, again, this is during the resurgence of Bruce Campbell in his movies. Mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell as a person and him making convention appearances. So that was nearly impossible to find uh, just because of how limited it was. And again, Bruce Campbell fans everywhere. I mean, I was hunting for that one and could never find that one at all. 
I mean, that, that one was super hard to find. Yeah. Uh, uh, the King Kong one, that one's kind of special for, for two reasons. One, yeah. it was the first time that an American company had made a King Kong figure. Uh-huh. And two, out of the entire line, the entire run of Movie Maniacs, that was the only black and white figure, the only grayscale figure. Oh, really? Okay. Because of the movie. It was made yeah, to be the like movie that movie. was black and white. So, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, I, I remember seeing a lot of a few King Kongs here and there of that set. But uh, I also remember seeing a lot of the stuff inside that was broken, like the, like the chains, the clamps mm-hmm. were broken off that people had, like, tried to either take or try to mess with or shook the box or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a very impressive figure. That one was really cool looking. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that's, I mean, that's pretty much the line. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you could think of that we might've missed on this line here? No, I mean, uh, I'll forget another store. So besides Spencer gifts, which I've mentioned like a, th- a thousand times in this episode, uh, Suncoast also carried these movies, these figures too. And Suncoast okay. carried more of the deluxe big ones. Uh, but also, if you shop Suncoast back then, their prices were a little bit higher. They always charged uh, retail price plus an additional percentage for some unknown reason. Um, mm-hmm. Suncoast is where I found the Evil Ash. That, uh, I, was, I actually found that one. Um, but they carried it too. But these figures, I mean, they were super detailed. They're really cool to look at. Uh there was, I know, uh, a few other ones that uh, McFarlane kind of took inspiration from to prolong his uh, series. Like, there was one called, like, Twisted uh, uh, Sins or whatever, where there's, like, the seven deadly sins that mm-hmm. he made that he used the same kind of detail for. He did, like, a Twisted Santa's uh, workshop where he had, like, an evil-looking Rudolph, a crazy-looking Santa Claus, the sexy Mrs. Claus that, again, parents hated because of the endowed mrs claus that was in that line <laughs> yeah. um and evil looking elves and a jack frost and evil snowman so these figures kind of spawned off of not only movie figures but other projects that mcfarland had yeah. and i do believe that these figures also inspired neca and yes. if you've seen the yeah. current neca lines for the last 10 yeah. years those figures have been amazingly detailed uh from the box packaging to you have you having to boil the legs to get them to pose right to basically having alien figures that when you try to stand them up, they fall over because they're too top heavy. I mean, they are incredibly detailed and incredibly cool uh, to look at. And they've done almost every movie license out there. So uh, I, I, I can honestly say that without McFarlane toys and movie maniacs we wouldn't have the NECA movie figures that we have now. Yeah, uh, those just wouldn't that, exist. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to go to next. Is it kind of opened the door for these other uh, toy lines that came out that does that? Like, like you're talking about oh, NECA, yeah. uh, Mezco toys, yeah. uh, the Super Sevens, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hot Toys. Uh, yeah. What else was there? There's one other too, but uh, that I was thinking about. Um, but yeah, it opened the door for all these other companies like that, and they that have all these these movie licenses and stuff like that for all those. So which is pretty cool. So. I mean, we're getting to the point now that like NECA has almost everything uh, to a degree. If you think, if you, if you could think of a movie, there's either a figure coming out that was just announced mm-hmm. at San Diego or one has already come out that you just missed out on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh-huh. just like that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think their list of misses is very small that they haven't made yet. And they haven't made a uh, toy rewind figure for the three of us yet, but you know, if they want to talk, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can do that. You got toy a fan base of four. Front row negative. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I mean, if, if they made if they made figures of front row negative, they just have a uh, Chris would be the box set of him drawing at a desk. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and that's not a shot of Chris. I mean, that's just what he does. He just draws at a desk. That's, that, he that's, does. That's, yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. He does. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he does. So, uh, I mean, yeah, NECA, the NECA line, I know I have a, a group chat with uh, some horror movie friends. And we're always like, what's coming out next? Uh, what's the next NECA figure coming out? Oh, that figure looks like crap. Why are they doing this figure? That's what we always do. That We complain and we like are excited about figures that are coming out and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's always fun. You sound, you sound like every Funko group I'm in. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not... everything, but also <laughs> complain about everything. Yeah, it's... You sound, yeah. Sound, like, sound like Hot Wheel collectors too. <laughs> I, I, I think one of the bigger differences though is that with us is that we have enough mindset, enough uh, belief in ourselves that when we get the figure, we can modify it or change it to yeah. get it to where we want it to look like. And then we mm. quit complaining. Yeah. While with Funko people, they go. complain about everything. You know, damaged boxes. This came, the paint's <laughs> off. The eyes look cross-eyed. That guy's missing a paint splotch. Why isn't this glowing dark? It's just endless. Yeah, well, chrome, black chrome, and white. Yeah, yeah they took that. Yeah. Um, it's the, the best part is I, I love listening to the Funko group complain about how many Batmans there are, but you can never find them because they sell out as soon as they release them. That is true. Yeah. And that's yeah, not that's just true. because of me. Like, it, <laughs> I, I only want one of each. So, yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest complaints are like Batman pops, Harley Quinn pops, and uh, I think it was Vader's. There's like, there's too many Vader. Darth Vader's, yeah. Oh, there's, there's so, Star Wars in general. There's, yeah. Oh, so many stars. Well, Marvel's yeah. almost taking the cake with all their dioramas lately. It's like oh, yeah. every Marvel's, movie has Marvel's a scene. Taking it, yeah. yeah. Marvel's I mean, completely taking it. That's yep. ridiculous. I mean, so. they, they made a diorama of like the shawarma scene from Avengers. Yes. Like the after credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what else do we have on these guys? These are this is amazing. It it may be a smaller line. It's not a huge line. There's lots of figures. There's lots of details to it. But it's yeah. it's very you know individual figures. It's not like you're getting a whole bunch of crazy. You know you can't create a collection like mine with just one figure from these. But yeah. uh, collecting all of them, they're they're pretty cool. I I like the details of them. Um, oh, they're, they're there's a lot cool. that I've seen that I would mm-hmm. like to have that are kind of fall into this. Um, either McFarlane, NECA, <clears throat> anything like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and but things that I would love to have for Batman, but you know, you know, he's and McFarlane's still going strong today. I mean, you're seeing, uh, just, just recently, the last, last couple of years, you're starting to see more of his DC, uh, line get out. It's, it's in Walmart now, you know, you didn't yeah. see very yeah, much Target, McFarlane. It's in Walmart's. Yeah. yeah. So they're now they're starting to get out into the bigger box stores and, and you're seeing more, more figures from, from him. Um, so, uh, there is, uh, they did come back with this line again this past year. Um, just a couple of figures that, that I was looking at and there's one I would actually want it's, it's sloth from the Goonies. He's got his Superman <laughs> shirt on, um, <clears throat> but the rest of them are, they, they all look pretty good. Uh, I, I don't know if they're as good as the originals. Um, but you have uh, the guy from The Hangover with the baby. 
uh, uh, Sloth, like I said, from Goonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Gandalf. Uh, then there's uh, the Wicked Witch of the West from Wizard of Oz. Um, and then we have a Ted Lasso. Uh, then you have Harry Potter. And you have Bugs Bunny in a Superman outfit, which I would probably... Yeah. I would go for that because it fit in with my Superman top theme collection, but right, but yeah. So yeah. I just I just pulled up the Batman Year Two uh, McFarland toy, the third one that that I want that I wanted. The statue, since I, yeah, since it was coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is full statue. Uh, runs about two to three hundred. So yep, I'm not getting it anytime soon, but you know, <laughs> maybe if 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 a friend of the podcast wanted to send me one, I would be happy to <laughs> check it out. So. Um, with that before, cause I pulled this up and wasn't meaning to, we need to rank these guys, uh, and see where it falls on mine and John and Andrew, no, mine, Michael and <laughs> brothers. And then Aaron, I want to know where, you know, obviously you, this is pretty high on your list. Like what you would yeah. say, your collectible list, but, uh, Michael, John, where you guys rank this? Um, with this group we got here, I would actually rank this at number, put it at number eight. That's where I would number put it at. Number eight. Or actually, actually, no, number nine. I, I like Mummy's Alive. So oh, Mummy's Alive would go <laughs> above it. And you, know, nine. If they, you know, if he made a Vin Diesel that came with a charger, this would be number three on your list. <laughs> uh, maybe so. Maybe, all, all, yeah. they, all they'd have to do is make a, some uh, Transformers. A Dodge Charger with it, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. There you go. John? Yeah. I'm going to put him at number five. I think go. they're really cool. I love the detail in them. I like the figures they had. You know, I also like more number five. I I I like the I the, the the details and everything, and the fact that um, you don't have one of these, and people ask, "Oh, do you play with those?" Like they see them and they know it's a collection. It's a you know yeah. something like that. Um, I do get that all the time with like the Batmobile Hot Wheels or the Funko, they're like, oh, you play with your bill, your dolls, you know. No. Like with these, you get that these are collectibles. It's something that that's that's kind of why mine's a little bit lower. Mine's a little bit lower because you don't it's not one that you would actually play with. It would be more of a display. Yeah, Um, you you can't play with the Michael, it's fine. You you just Uh, play with your movies. (laughs) I guess so, yeah. I mean, uh, one of the cool things I saw people do with these movie maniacs when they were coming out was that they would make bookends with them to put them on their movie yeah. shelf. Yeah, that would. Yeah, put, you you put make a bookend with them. it, holding all your DVDs up, or your Blu-rays, yeah. or your Blu-rays, yeah, or your, VHS. yeah. or your VHSs, depending on how old you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, um, so, and for all of you kids that don't know what VHSs are, go ask your parents. Yeah. Uh, or so, some of you so, kids go ask your grandparents. Yeah. That's great. So there you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> no, so where where would uh where would you put them, Aaron? And that, well, since so this is my second time being on the show. So this is my second time being on the show. I will put <laughs> these two. at I'll put these at number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two. Right <laughs> under trash bag bunch. Right under trash bag uh, bunch. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. I'll put well, them um, I mean, these are amazing. Yeah. I I like I said I I like the details in these. I think they're pretty amazing. Um, yep. Well, with that, I think we've talked about all of them um, and everything. Aaron, do you want to give your spill? What or do you want me to? Should I? Yeah, why don't you do yours first, and then I'll I'll end everything. It'll be good. So, where can people find you? All right. So, front row negative. We've got an Instagram. Go check it out at front row negative. We have a Facebook page. We are not on Threads. We are not on Twitter yet. 
Um, but we plan to be hopefully within the next three years when I get around to it. <laughs> we have merch. These fabulous um, gentlemen here are all wearing your shirts. Yes, I've noticed that. I saw that. I rewound yeah. back and saw that. You're wearing <laughs> the shirts. Thank you so much. Those are the ones we I love, sent you. Well, you're we wearing love our shirts. Shirt. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, I have two. I have two. <clears throat> you you made a specific one for, for Blockbuster for me. I did. Uh, that, by the way, the people at work love it. So I did. So I've got retro theme shirts. I've got shirts based on horror movies. I've got shirts based on sci-fi movies, comic books, wrestling. I've got shirts for all genres that I'm trying to keep up with. I know there's a lot of good movies that came out in the last few months. I'm trying to throw something out for. I just need more time to do that. So Luigi ghost hunting shirt coming soon. So <laughs> go, go buy a shirt. Go check us out. You know, get a sticker. Do, do some do some cool stuff like that. Give a listen to some of our old podcasts. And hopefully, if I could pump Chris up with enough energy drinks, we can have an episode coming soon. Um, yeah, he's let, always me, tired. let me know about the Luigi ghost hunting one. I got uh, a kid in the house that's addicted to Luigi's Mansion. So, okay, I'm, I'm thinking Christmas. <clears throat> you know, it's okay. already July. We're already thinking about Christmas. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to have this done by the end by the middle of August because I've All got right. a group. Right. I've got a group of four designs I'm like working on at the same time. Um, so yeah, that's the tease of one of them. Another one is uh, to give some teases out because I usually I usually give vague teases. Uh, Ghost Hunter Luigi. That's specifically that's kind of obvious. Uh, tease number two is a secret club uh, where there's an anomaly involved. Uh, vague number three design uh, involves possibly some space rangers. I like the gold and blue colors that might have something coming out too. And then uh, vague number four that I'm working on are some cats from the eighties that one of them likes to whip it real good. So there's some vagueness of what I'm working on. <laughs> Sorry, I died. Right. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was good stuff. Um <laughs> Yeah, we will share out the link for your store uh, where people can find those and any mm -hmm. of the uh, the social media links. Um, by the way, I don't know if you guys know, Twitter is no, well, it's not going to be Twitter for very long. They're going to, it's going to become X something probably. Yeah, so maybe you'll yeah. never be on Twitter. You don't know. Maybe it'll be. I'll, I'll be on X. I'll, I'll, I'll be, be on X. Yeah, there you go. We're going <laughs> to X it up or whatever. I, it's really weird. Um, Hugh Jackman's going to be the main guy there. <laughs> um with that uh go check us out uh, toyrewindpodcast.com you can see front row negative and toy rewind podcast over on crossstreamsmedia.com and you can listen you can drop either uh podcast a, a line over there and uh we'll be happy to respond to you uh john mentioned all of our socials at the beginning but just look for Toy Rewind Pod. You'll probably find us. If it looks like it's run by a professional, it's not us. Go to the other one. Um, <laughs> Wait, I have one and, question, though. I have, I have a question, okay. though. Wait, does Larry have this toy? Um, we need to get with Larry. Um, I know Where he's been Larry super at? busy with a lot of stuff. He is, he's for. For us, I know he's been super busy, but uh, and we got to get with him for a few things. There's quite a few. I will make sure to ask him if he has any McFarland toys. Right. Um, I'm looking at the camera right now. Ones. Larry, I'm talking to you. I need to know. You've been gone for the last few episodes. I listen, Larry. I listen to all of them. Where you been at? No excuses. 
two minutes to give your feedback. Larry, look at me. Look at my eyes. Or Uh-oh. listen to my eyes. Listen to my eyes, Larry. Where you been? You need to come back. Got to come home, Larry. We'll, Got to come we'll, home. We'll get, we'll get Larry <laughs> and his uh, – did Larry have it? the segment back, hopefully, and uh, Sewer can go with that. Um, thank you for listening. This is episode 125, and mm-hmm. we're getting real close to that number that those uh, nerd guys did. Um, so, you know, we're going to beat them soon. Yeah. Unless they we'll catch up. randomly yeah, we'll come catch up. back. Oh, we're getting there. Um, yeah. that was, that, there. <laughs> just so everybody knows the whole goal was to beat them in the first place, to make a podcast that that's better than theirs and beats them. So, <laughs> you know, uh, shout out to, to those guys, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get there. Um, anything else, John, Michael? No, I think I'm good oh, this good. week. I didn't All get, right, I go, get, uh, John got me a Superman, superpower Superman. He's, oh, yeah, he's pretty, it. he's pretty used. But... <laughs> Where's the cape? I'm pretty used, but I got did everything you, with the cape. On, did you tug on Superman's cape? Where's it I at? Guess I, I guess I, I did. did. Yeah, didn't it's... have the cape on it. Yeah, and you got the he... comic book too, didn't you, Michael? Yeah, he he kind of moves. Hey, a hey, hey bit. don't be doing that to Superman at this angle. Uh, 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 my box is is on the way so we'll be able to see that original batman Um, when i get it saving superman yeah michael we're gonna have to do something we're gonna have to open these other ones we have that we've got been waiting to open to compare to the other ones so to the new ones yes yes to the new to the new ones yes so i've got a batman here they're mcfarland too aren't they yeah Where's my other guy at? He's right somewhere. Oh, we'll 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 do that. Yes, I got some over here and then some up there. So they're yeah, all over the place. Actually, um, they're all right behind me. I know where they're at. They're right behind me. So so hopefully that'll be coming soon. Um, but thanks for listening. This is episode one twenty five. As I mentioned, uh, we talked about McFarland, uh, movie maniacs. Great line. Go check them out. Uh, check them out online. See if you can get some. Uh, and tell them the Toy Rewind sent you. They will not give you a. Uh, a discount but you can do that because it'll be fun um <laughs> and with that on behalf of the brothers newland of the story Rewind podcast play on you've been listening to the toy rewind podcast follow and join in the conversations at toy has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.